dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Well, it's that time of year again. Up here in Newcastle, we've already been snowed in. We're a week deep in advent calendar chocolates, and we're all hopefully counting down to an extended and well-deserved Christmas break. As 2023 is ending, and this marks my first full year writing for Dementia Researcher, I want to reflect on the year with an honest account of the highs and lows both professionally and some more personal. The year for me has been a bit of a roller coaster. Mostly good, however there are points this year I definitely won't be looking back on fondly. Whether the year brings us success or challenges. I think it's healthy to acknowledge the big events in our lives as I don't think any of us have a linear climb up the greasy pole of research. So let's get into it. The year kicked off well for me. I had my first success in gaining my own meaningful funding, an NIHR Applied Research Collaboration, or ARC, fellowship. As the name implies, this fellowship funded jointly by NIHR and the Alzheimer's Society aims to build capacity of applied dementia researchers. Currently, there are over 50 fellows across the UK working on a hugely diverse range of applied dementia research, from social care research, health economics, to my own research in epidemiology for dementia prevention. In 2024, I'll be coming to the halfway point. So far, it has been very exciting to explore my own research interests and have the space to think about where it can be taken further. This fellowship has been extended, and soon they'll be recruiting a second cohort, so I would definitely recommend anyone involved in applied research to think about this as a possible career path. It has also been a relatively successful year in publications. In 2023, along with researchers around the country, we've had two research articles on the effect of COVID-19 on loneliness on older people and how older people use technology, along with a great review on findings from the CFAS Epidemiological Neuropathology Cohort. AAIC came back to Europe this year in Amsterdam. Last year in San Diego was hard to beat, but I think this was the best conference experience I've had in my career. This is really the first time I've been to an international conference where the legwork of networking from past years has paid off. There were familiar names on the attendees list. I bumped into people I recognised and had time to catch up with friends made from previous years. We also went to AIC together as a research group from Newcastle, which was a great bonding experience. And of course, it was my first time in Amsterdam, and I had a great time exploring a beautiful city. In-person teaching came back into my role at Newcastle for the first time since 2019. After being disrupted by two years of social distancing and then strike action, I almost forgot how good it felt to get back into a room with students teach and have some interesting discussions about the epidemiology of ageing. I took for granted how much I enjoy teaching in person. I found myself being more nervous about it than I have in years, but the adrenaline and buzz afterwards was irreplaceable. For most of the year, I continued my role as Deputy Leader of EDI for the Population Health Sciences Institute at Newcastle. One of the proudest points in the year was when our period poverty initiative, providing free menstrual products to any staff or students, was recognised and praised by a faculty executive. I was very happy this year to receive a bonus and pay rise for my contribution to research at Newcastle. Research can often feel lonely and thankless, so receiving recognition in that way really meant a lot to me. 
Finally, there's also been some high points in my personal life this year. I went on my first holiday in 11 years. Saying it was overdue would have been a huge understatement. And looking forward to spending more time with cocktails and sun loungers in the new year. I managed to somewhat keep up with my new year resolution of keeping a journal, both personal and research. Something which I'm really going to try and continue. This year I've also pushed myself to do more culturally. I spent years as a musician through school and college. Music is something I have lost touch with. This year I've managed to take in two operas, Carmen and Madame Butterfly, and a string quartet. And two of the biggest highlights of 2023 have been seeing my all-time favourite artist, Florence and the Machine, and the culturally iconic moment, which was the Beyoncé Renaissance tour. The air's by no means been plain sailing, both in terms of research work and events in my personal life. Firstly, early in the year I had applied for promotion, and was unsuccessful. No matter how much I prepared myself, that it wasn't likely, it was still a blow to my confidence, and took took much longer than I expected to really pick myself up from. The biggest change to my research life happened very recently though. My ex-PhD supervisor, line manager and mentor, Professor Fiona Matthews, recently left Newcastle to take up the role of Pro Vice-Chancellor of Research at Hull University. Of course, I was thrilled for her to be taking such a great position. However, selfishly, it has felt like a professional bereavement, and I'm still come to terms with working life without that close working relationship. I've also had setbacks in some extracurricular work in EDI. Over the past few months, I've been taking a step back from my role. As my fellowship work, picking myself up from the promotion setback and disruptions in my personal life, was making the commitment too stressful to maintain. I made, I made the decision to step back from EDI to really prioritise my research. With all these issues, I think it helps to be honest about how they make us feel, and that it's okay that sometimes by challenging ourselves, it gets the better of us. Although these have been difficult, and have been a blow to my confidence in some ways, I think over time it can be helpful to use the low points to reprioritize what matters to us, what is important to you at the time, and regroup and go forward more confident than before. 2023 has also been a rocky year personally. I separated from a long-term partner of seven years, which at the time I told myself had no bearing on my research, but really that was a fantasy. I was stressed, unconfident, distracted, and found myself reconsidering how I managed my work to fit around commitments which were no longer shared. Something as simple as taking care of the dogs while working full-time became a challenge. Adapting to a new financial position put a strain on giving full attention to my work. My family this year was also devastated by two pretty unexpected deaths, which, to be honest, are still taking a toll and taking time to grieve from today. I still find myself wondering while writing this blog, are these appropriate things to talk about? However, one thing that drives me crazy is when we read things about people's career, and all the bad things are edited out, and we end up with an unrealistic picture of what a year in research looks like. Sometimes life hits us hard, and to me it seems pointless to pretend big challenges in our lives don't affect our work, or at least it would be dishonest to say they didn't affect mine. Life is unexpected and uncertain. And as we all know, a career in research doesn't exactly offer a huge amount of stability a lot of the time. And we often have to adapt to new circumstances. 
I think it's okay to look back on a year that kicked your ass. If we are kind to ourselves and use the setbacks to regroup and reassess what we need to do to be successful in whatever way that might look like. Our reflection of the year, it's easy to see those big glaring setbacks staring back at you. However, in writing everything down, it's reassuring to see that there's a lot more in the column to be proud of than the column to be disappointed in. And even some of those, in hindsight, is something to look back on and say, yes, I was knocked, but I got back up and kept going. And I hope hearing about some of my wins, and more importantly, my losses this year, it can help you put your own career this year in some perspective. If you've had a year filled with success, then I'm celebrating right there with you. And if things haven't gone great, then I've been there in the gutter with you this year for sure. I hope all you Dementia Researcher listeners have a wonderful Christmas and Lord's success in the new year. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.